0: This is Off the Stage with Sarah Hughes. Stories from Off the Stage in Hamilton, New Zealand. Hello, this is Sarah from the Future talking. I just wanted to preface today's episode to say that the interview that you're about to listen to was recorded a few weeks ago and some of the dates no longer apply due to the lockdowns that have recently happened in New Zealand and it means that some of the events haven't been able to happen on the dates that they were originally planned for but I hope you sit back and relax and enjoy the interview that you're about to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Stage with Sarah Hughes. I am Sarah Hughes, funnily enough. I don't know who else would be speaking right now, but I am joined by my guest, Patrick. I was going to say your last name and then I blanked. Patrick Ward. (laughs) I shouldn't have blanked. I don't know why. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I was looking right at you. We all have
1: mind blanks. That's fine. Absolutely. And
0: normally I'd edit them out, but this time I don't think I can. (laughs) So... Welcome, Patrick. Thank you for coming.
1: Uh, Thank you for having me.
0: I'm very excited to get to interview finally. We've been trying to organize this for a little while.
1: Yes, yes. It's um, just been a chaotic, um, you know, busy time, really. Yeah, of course. Um, But um, I wanted to try and make this happen because um, I think you're pretty amazing yourself. And (laughs) um, I have a lot of uh, great admiration for you. Yeah.
0: Make me blush, but oh. Gosh. Oh, well. Okay, let's talk about you because that's what we're here yes, for. Yes,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm the star of the <laughs> you show. Are, you are, are the go. star of
0: the show today. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, especially for people who don't know who you mm. are. Tell us what makes you you.
1: Um, I interestingly enough, I like to think of myself as the the guy that um just wants to give nothing but love to everybody. Um mm-hmm. I think people probably know me as well as sometimes the guy that gives like, you know, everyone a nice hug as yeah. well. Um I partly why I do that is just to make everyone feel welcome included. Mm-hmm. Um it's just my way of saying, hey look, um you guys are awesome. You guys are, you know, welcome, you guys are all part of this together. Yeah. Um So love is sort of like My big sort of motto It's probably a big reason Why I love Moulin Rouge so much Um, All you need
0: is love All you need (laughs) is love (laughs)
1: Um, And I'm very Again eccentric And you know Very um, Flamboyant In a sense as well Yeah Um, So I I just really love Like you know Just going all out And um, putting my mind to things Um, So that's sort of like What makes me tick Music and um, Films Video Mm -hmm. games um, Storytelling Is just Really my jam
0: Yeah and it's very evident in the way that you live your life and performance and all of that.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. It's yeah. um, it's always been like that um, from quite a young age, which I'm sure we'll get into yeah. a bit more as this podcast goes yeah. on. <laughs>
0: yeah, so speaking of young age, yeah. this is the time to tell yeah. us about yourself. Where were you born? Are you a – I was going to call you a true Kiwi because I am not, but are you? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> true Kiwi, born and raised, yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, born in Wellington, mm-hmm. Um not that I remember like a lot of my life previously in Wellington, so I can kind of consider myself – um, living between Te Mutu and mm. Hamilton for a yeah. bit of my young childhood. So um, very young, Te Aumutu was sort of like the main hometown and uh, went to Pokadu Primary, if anyone knows that particular school. Um, and then as, um, you know, family situations changed, I ended up um, spending a bit of time in Hamilton and right. in between TA and Hamilton. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: but then officially became a official Hamiltonian yeah. as uh, things uh, went on. Yeah, um, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been a really great ride just to, you know, um, grow up, you know, meeting new people and Mm -hmm. experiencing what Hamilton actually has to offer in terms of um, not not even just theatre, but um, life in general. Yeah. Um, So I consider Hamilton home. Yeah.
0: Awesome. I, not similar in some ways, but also similar in the ways of like Hamilton is my home now. Mm. I wasn't from here, but... I have enjoyed kind of integrating myself into Hamilton and finding out that there are things to be a part of in Hamilton and mm. to make you want to be in Hamilton. People do want to be in Hamilton. For anyone listening, we we do want to be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. I yeah. mean, I'm not sure if you'd agree, but I've, I find Hamilton's one of those cities that has just this nice sort of um, blend of sort of like you know nature and also mm. city life as well. Yeah. Um, and as a city, very easy to navigate through and yeah. very. Um, I guess almost like, you know, very, pardon, you know, my, um, you know, metaphor here, but theatrical in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got things going on all the time mm-hmm. and like different things you wouldn't expect as well. Yeah. Um, so I always love that about Hamilton, always something going on.
0: Yeah, there is. Not that everyone seems to know it. So this is kind of what no. the show is about is letting people know what else Actually is letting going people on. know like yeah. what's out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're
1: involved in stuff. We have lives. <laughs> come see me in my new show. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much (laughs) that's
0: half of our lives in it. (laughs) So uh, speaking of, like, memories, creating memories, being a part of things, what is your earliest music or musical kind Mm. of memory? How did music start out for you in your life?
1: Yeah, yeah, interestingly – I was a big big on X Factor growing up, so I always enjoyed watching, you know, people perform these amazing songs um, Mm -hmm. on shows like even America's Got Talent or X Factor. X Factor was probably the big one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I really think I could do something like that. Like I just love that feeling of like, you know, performing to a crowd and bringing out the emotion. Mm -hmm. And I guess uh, obviously like those reality shows are a bit of like a story in a sense, but um, they definitely – you know, had their effect on me, um, yeah. and that led me to do a um, a competition. Actually, that Westfield, um, okay. the Westfield malls did actually called Five Minutes of Fame.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I remember those. Yeah,
1: yeah, and they had they had two judges for the two performances and I ended up singing a song I really loved at the time in middle school called um, Fireflies by Al City.
0: Oh, yes, love that song.
1: <laughs> and I ended up uh winning winning one of the first I think that was the first round and mm-hmm. then I'm um, not um succeeding to the next round after that. So right. um but it was one of those things where I was like I really think I should actually consider, you know, pursuing this music singing journey a bit further. Um and I think it was even further evident in the sense that I also started doing these, like, edits for my cousin's skateboard videos. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's how I actually got into video editing. Also, uh, subscribe to Patrick Ward, the YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> plug in here. Shameless plug. It's
0: a good place to do it. Um,
1: No, but uh, it's it was really interesting because, again, like, I would just, like, you know, take this interesting footage and just kind of, like, craft mm-hmm. something. With them, I th- might have even been like movie maker, like one right, of those yeah, really yeah. old softwares. But it was so much fun, um, and then I everything just sort of springboarded from there. Um, and yeah, I think I think really five minutes of fame was the um, was the catalyst point for mm-hmm. me going. I really should probably just continue to do more of this because there's only. Mm you know, one way to go, but up. Um, And so I continued singing lessons with um, Sam Cleaver. I'm not sure if uh, you know who he is, Um, but a very lovely man, Um, uh, very passionate about what he does as well. Um, And so, yeah, here we are.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I think it's always really interesting to hear everyone's kind of music journeys of how they got like to where they are now how Mm. they got into doing theater because that's what we're so specifically about here off the stage um but everyone's so different so it's really cool yeah um so let's carry on on that vein and why don't you tell me about a bit of your show history yes things that you've really enjoyed like how'd you get into musical theater
1: well, into musical theater, um again continuing in that sort of vein. Um I think my first musical that I ever got was in high school. It was one called Return to the Forbidden Planet. Probably okay. not as well-known. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um it was a, it was a really fun show. It was um uh I, for the life of me don't remember the plot, but it was quite <laughs> It was just fun. Though. It was just, it was quite silly and quite off the wall really. Um and I you know just um I they created an entire character for me, oh, so wow. there was there was a there, so there's a news reporter character that you know is sort of narrating what's happening, and they sort of split that character into three, hmm. and they ended up um, putting uh, the actual John Campbell as one of the oh, okay. news reporters wow. in the actual show, and that yeah. was the character created just for me,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and the director wrote all the dialogue as well, so that was sort of like my first like window into it. It was um. Oh, it was amazing. Um got to work with some really talented people that mm-hmm. I do miss very much, actually, because some of them have gone off to do um things in other cities as well. Right. Yeah. Um that was the stepping off point. And then um, I really did get my first sort of jump into the Hamilton scene mm-hmm. with the producers in twenty thirteen.
2: Wow.
1: I yeah. was um yeah, I auditioned for John Drummond. Yeah. a very wonderful man. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and uh he um he cast me as one of the ensemble members but um uh, i just remember that that being also a really great ride as well yeah. um it was it was so big it was mm-hmm. lots of costumes and mm-hmm. lots of um you know changing scenes like it was a massive production yeah yeah And so uh, I just um, remember, like, you know, some of the, doing some of the dancing for that and even sometimes being exhausted as well, because it was, it was quite a lot for 15 year old me at the time. Yeah. I was
0: going to say you were probably still in high school at this time, right? (laughs)
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Experiencing all the weird, you know, things that come with being mm. in high school, uh, emotion and drama. And yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh, high school was just drama, though, wasn't I it? Know, <laughs> I know, I um,
1: know. And then after that, um, I it wasn't really anything particular. I think um, – in between that, I did do Guys and Dolls Oh yeah, um, as Nicely, Nicely Johnson, um, which is actually um, coming up uh, where there's going to be a rendition of that in the Wintech oh, cool. showcase, which awesome. is really great. Um, and that was also another role where I was like, man, I'm really like, you know, sort of stepping up a little bit, mm. um, really kind of building on what I've already done
2: yeah
1: um and then after that show sort of wrapped up i think i don't think i was in anything for at uh, the next year but then came back and did another john drummond do which oh, yeah? was called beauty and the beast oh cool i'm sure you've heard of a little show called yeah, beauty and the Beast.
0: just, just a little
1: <laughs> um another ensemble role but um i particularly remember being the bookseller um mm-hmm. being one of the villagers and just going kill the beast yeah um and um, being able to work with you know lovely people like Tony yeah. um, uh Gian Gardine as mm-hmm. well. Um, no, it was a, it was really just a. That was another great experience. John Drummond seems to have a habit yeah. of putting on these spectacular oh, he's shows. Oh, very good.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: brilliant, brilliant mind. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that. Um, Musical theatre kind of like Wasn't necessarily like in my life For a while as well It was um, quite a long gap in between Doing something quite You know, big and Mm -hmm. You know, spectacular, but then Um In 2018, um, I saw the auditions for this musical called Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. And I auditioned for it. Um, Initially, um, they um, didn't go through with the show in the end, so they did cast me as Frank Jr., but they didn't go through with it Yeah, um, initially just because – and I completely understand why they didn't because um, if you have like, you know, cast too many main principal cast members pulling out you might as well yeah. not do it um yeah. and so they redid it in 2019 yeah and so i auditioned again and i just remember sitting at my computer going oh my god i really hope yeah. that uh what's gonna happen <laughs> am i gonna get this role and then i get the email and oh my head just sinks to the keyboard yeah. um like with a sigh of relief. Oh,
0: right. Um, okay. I was like, no, this no. I'm sure you were in it. No. Not that I watched it, but I remember seeing things about it.
1: No, and um, it was uh, just an amazing experience. Laurie Johnson and his um, partner Amanda were mm. just um so supportive and helping me really come out of my shell because that was my first lead role yeah. um, in a big musical. And I'd never done anything like, you know, carrying a show or yeah, yeah. dancing, you know, through every number and singing mm-hmm. as many numbers as as required for that, yeah. um, so I would kind of consider that the big growth role. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after that was actually dogfight with David oh, yeah. Sidwell, yeah, um, uh, really great little show. Um, uh, and we only had a month to rehearse it. Actually, wow. um, yeah, it's similar with Assassins. Actually, Bold yeah, um, yeah. Theatre really like to um, just, just really like <laughs> to condense their rehearsal time into a good. Yeah. You know, nice, um, short and sweet chunk yeah. of time. Yeah. But um it really kept me on my feet actually. It really, yeah. you know, forced me to really like, you know, buckle mm-hmm. down and focus on what I yeah. was doing. Wow. Um and then this year, uh we've got uh I did Heathers as uh yes, Kelly as one did. of the one of the nasty jocks.
0: Oh, <laughs> that dude <Yeah>. is a <laughs> piece You did pretty of work. good at I was sitting there going. <laughs> wow, he seems so mean.
1: <laughs> I the, know
0: he's not like that, but he's doing a good job at trying to be, like, really mean. I just, like, you it was, good. And
1: it was so hard because I just, I'm not like that no. normally. No, yeah, I can um,
0: imagine you struggling with that character. Well, it, and it
1: was, I, I I wasn't necessarily a struggle because it was yeah. kind of fun at the same yeah. time, but it was also like, yeah, like, this is definitely not yeah. Who I am as a person, yeah. Um, and now I'm going to be doing the lead role as Corey Junior in Back yes, to the Eighties. I
0: saw that, so that is being put on by Riverly Theatre
1: again. Yeah, for
0: the Christmas show. We've got Glenn right? Matthews as our yes. director.
1: Lovely, yeah. lovely director as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, and uh, we met when you and I did the Hamilton operatic, a night with Hamilton operatic at the Meteor mm. in December last year. So. We haven't quite even known each other for a year yet, but it's really awesome. Getting it really to know feels like then. we've known each other a bit yeah. longer, yeah, than yeah, that, it does, doesn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what? Oh, we almost kind—we kind of got to sing like a little bit of a duet at the um, yes Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival. We did a Hamilton number. We did a we? Hamilton number. Yeah. So I was—we uh, were like struggling because we weren't allowed to look at each other during the beginnings of the song. I'm like, but we were like, but, but.
1: this is going to help, gonna help yeah. me so much <laughs> yeah. if I feel the emotion. Of yeah, the song, I know. Yeah.
0: I could see you being like. And they kept on telling you off for looking at me and I was like, well, oh, there was a cheeky duet. Patrick always yeah.
1: disobeying the rules of the yeah. director.
0: <laughs> but that was fun. So yeah, it's been really cool getting to see what you're doing. And it's nice now to know like what your background was, because mm. obviously for me coming in, I'm just like, Oh cool. Yeah. Patrick's one of those yeah. guys that gets the leads. I'm, so not knowing your history, it's mm. now nice to kind of yeah. put it in context. Yeah.
1: It's really awesome. Yeah. And um, it's, I think it's also manifested, if I, if I may say, like, um, I think even doing this podcast, mm. um, doing this interview with you, I think is, for me, I look at everything as like, you know, a representation of where I've come. So to be able to yeah. do something like this, to be, you know, in that kind of area where someone wants to, you know, mm. interview me, it just feels really humbling. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know. I mean, I love it and you're yeah.
0: amazing. <laughs> Stop with the flattery you no know. um, Yeah, and I think it's cool because it's like, well, people want to know about you yeah. and people people see you around and so that's why I do this podcast is because people want to know more about the other mm. people that they're kind of seeing around doing yeah. musical theatre, whether they want to be a part of it, whether they're already a part of it or, like, you know, just getting, Absolutely, to, know, yeah. getting to know you, you know.
1: Getting yeah. to know the real you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... Um, I, you've told us already what you're involved in at the moment, but you're also working on a few other things because you're studying at the
1: moment, right? So tell us about that. Well, there's actually a couple of things I didn't actually mention. So I will, um, go into those. So, um, of course being the lead in back to the eighties, which is really great. Um, uh, I also am doing some intense understudy work for Assassins, so I am oh, actually wow. involved in Assassins. Yeah, um, understudying for um, John Wilkes Booth, which is Nick yeah. Wilkinson's role. Oh wow!
2: Yeah, um, that's understudying
1: for Alex Palhem um, yeah the lovely man. Oh yeah. my god, I love Alex. <laughs> He's so good, love um, Alex. And understudying for um, uh, Steve, who's playing John Hinckley. Oh
0: wow! Um, that's a lot of roles. More? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah? It's, um, it's 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 challenging but yeah. um, uh, I um, wouldn't have done it if um, I didn't believe I could do it and yeah. I really have to thank um, Kyle Chewin, who yeah. is my tutor at Wintech True, and the director of, of the show. Um, he is – I, I kind of consider him, you know, if, um, if you know – uh, my dad, uh, he would essentially be my dad. Yeah. Like you he's know, he's like your
0: theatre dad. He's
1: like my theatre dad exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> he's kind of he, he kind of like has got some of the same you know um, uh, focuses when it comes to story. Like my dad mm. has this thing that he teaches me about, um, or sort of reminds me of when I show him like my projects that I'm working mm. on, like video editing or acting, mm. and he you know just has this like little phrase narrative flow, right?
2: Um, yeah. like
1: narrative flow, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, Kyle similarly just has these really, um, you know, uh, great habits of being, of just focusing on the story mm. and really nailing down, um, you know, is what you're doing actually getting the main point across. Mm. Um, mm. So it's been really humbling to work with him and really humbling that he wanted me to be a part of that. Um yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And we do also have um, the Wintech Showcase yes, coming up. of course. Um, where um, there'll be um, numbers from uh, Lavi Bohem and mm. Rent, which I'm singing for that oh, one. cool. Um, there will also be numbers from Hades Town as well.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, so just a little sneak peek of what's to come in mm-hmm. that. So please come see yeah. it. It's on 6th of September to the 7th of September. Oh, good.
0: I'll have to put that in my diary. I'm actually going to write it right. Down right now because otherwise I will forget. <laughs> well, maybe not. But social media will tell me. I
1: look. Don't worry. I am terrible at putting things in my calendar. I'm trying to like you know break that habit now. Yeah. And actually make sure I remember things.
0: Yeah. I have to like plan out everything because if it's not in my calendar, like you found out on Friday morning when, before this was recorded, when <laughs> like, if it's not <laughs> in my calendar, I don't know what's happening. Even if we've talked about it. So <laughs> yeah, but. That's awesome and I think I've heard a little bit from others about what they're going to be involved in with the WinTech Showcase so I'm Mm. really looking forward to that. And that's um, the showcase for just the theatre students or is it for – Yes, just for the theatre students, yeah. So
1: it'll be really good. Um, We've got some really talented people um, Mm. uh, just um, to name a few. We've got um, people like Norman Toffalau who is in um, Chicago. Absolutely amazing, kind Um, generous soul And We've mm-hmm. um, got Eckard Becker Who's yes. um, going to be playing um, Pepper in Mamma Mia Yes And um, Norman's
0: in Mamma Mia as well Absolutely yeah, They're so all in Mamma Mia They're all in Mamma Mia <laughs> um,
1: And uh, no, nah, You'll Will absolutely love seeing them yeah. In the showcase They are uh, Um just so committed and talented and mm. the dedication they've put into it is, yeah. you know, really evident. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. I better be free. I'm going to make myself free. You better free. be. <laughs> yeah. Oh I've no. i to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so talking about shows and things, mm. what has been the most challenging role that you've had to do so far?
1: Yeah, I, I really, when you, um, you know, sort of like, you know, were giving me an idea of like what the questions mm. were going to be. I had to think about that quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and I would say that um, Frank Abicnell Jr. in Catch Me If You Can mm. was probably the most challenging role um, uh, without going into like, you know, too many yeah. details about personal life. Like I, yeah. I, um, you know, if, do you mind if I get a little vulnerable yeah, here? Um a little vulnerable. Um, it, it was a time in my life where I wasn't so confident in myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really didn't think of myself as, you know, necessarily like the most confident mm-hmm. person. Um, there are lots of like different um, personal life circumstances mm-hmm. that, um, you know, really just brought me down to this mm-hmm. like, you know, quite not great place. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I still had, you know, the confidence to maybe audition for it, but yeah. does that mean you can necessarily like, you know, pull that off yeah. necessarily. Um, but, um, I think it was also a challenge because, you know, I had to really work to become a confident person. Yeah. I think I have to really thank Laurie and Amanda for, mm. you know, putting in as much work as they did with me because I could tell they really believed in me. Mm. Um, and they not only kind of like helped me with characterization and how to mm. be a confident person, um, but they actually helped me become a confident person, not yeah. just in the show but yeah. in real life. Yeah. Um it was, yeah, it was, and I remember just some days thinking, like, you know, how did I even get here? Like, mm-hmm. how did I, you know, what am I even doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, again, one of those things where it's just, like, you know, circumstances outside mm-hmm. of, you know, yeah. um, the show, like, you know, influencing the what you're thinking and the way you yeah. think. Um and I can safely see now that um, because I had that experience, um, I'm now like a much more – I feel more rounded in myself. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important for me to kind of also mention that um, people really should, you know, look after their mental health. Yeah. Um, because um, – It's just one of those, the most important things you need Mm -hmm. when you're going to like take on roles. Because I know a lot of, I see a lot of young people who do want to go for, you know, big lead roles and, um, you know, deal with like, you know, quite heavy material sometimes, Mm -hmm. especially like with heathers, that was quite heavy material. Um, But, you know, really look after yourself and make sure Mm -hmm. that you're in a good space to you know, do that before taking that on. Um, yeah. And I would encourage people to do anything like meditation or mm. um, even eating, you know, well, yeah. um, sl- getting good sleep. Um, and I'm not, a, I'm, that's not me saying I'm perfect at any of those things because I'm <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but you've um, got to try. You've got to try. You've
0: got to try to keep yourself well.
1: Yeah. Um, and so that I think that's why it was the most challenging role. Mm. Um, I remember, funnily enough, I remember watching a lot of um, Suits during that show. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> was when I really got into Suits and became yeah. a big fan of that yeah. show um, because it really, the, the story of that was about a guy pretending to be a lawyer mm. um, who was actually a fraud and essentially Frank Abagnale Jr. is this yeah. real-life figure who pretended to be a doctor, right. a lawyer, a pilot, yeah. um, all those different, yeah. um, you know, roles in life. Yeah. So... Um, Suits was almost like the perfect mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, thing to keep watching. Yeah, of course. Um, and I really sort of like, you know, tried to tap into like, you know, what Harvey Specter, the character, mm. did. What what made him so confident? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what um, made these characters like, you know, so mm. appealing?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and really tried to like, you know, bring a lot of that to the characterization of Frank. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not necessarily Suits was the only reference, but mm. that was definitely a big influence. Yeah. Yeah. Um so becoming again most challenging role in the sense of becoming a more confident person mm. just in general um but also feeling better about you know myself mm. um or yeah. at least if I didn't f- entirely feel that even at the end like a good stepping off point yeah. um and um it was really you know quite gratifying to you know, then go to the zonies and then, like, you know, you're yeah. shell-shocked with this award for best-seating yeah. male yeah. in a musical. I was like, hmm, oh, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right, especially when you've not been in a place where you f- you're feeling confident about yourself completely and you're mm. like, why, when you are questioning, like, why am I here? And then to land an award for that role, mm.
1: it's
0: quite – it can be quite overwhelming, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, but and- also – I mean, it was it
1: was one of those, and it was also one of those, you know, things where it was like, because at the time I was like hopping between jobs as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that probably didn't, you know, necessarily mm. make me feel as confident mm. about my life situation. Yeah, of course. Um, but, no, I, th- I think like, you know, I, again, um, I guess if I'm, I'm going anywhere with this, it's like I do thank Laurie and Amanda very yeah. much for um, doing as much as they did with mm. me and really bringing me out of my shell, I yeah. think because um, it, it, it took a lot of, like, you know, just polishing and mm-hmm. character work. And I had yeah. people like Callum Braithwaite to help me out. Yeah, Callum's had, great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, me and um, Sherry, who you've interviewed, mm. we just became really good friends doing mm. that show. Mm. Um, And I really treasured, like, the friendships I made in that show. Yeah. Um, I also really you know i haven't cried at the end of a show but like that was the only one i'd actually cried at the end of once it was over because i knew i couldn't do it forever
0: yeah of course
1: um and it was so special for that reason
0: yeah
1: um so i think that's why it was the most challenging role um it was a mixture of like the personal and the hard Mm -hmm. work that went into it yeah um
0: that makes sense Yeah. yeah
1: so um if anything to come out, is look after your mental health kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And it's not an easy thing to do. And I think especially in theatre when we're taking on so many different personas mm. and it, whether or not you try to get into the head of what mm. that character's like or whether you're just trying to do more. Mm own kind of thing with it, it's always like watching out of how that affects mm. you afterwards as well. There's some good yeah. things that you can learn through it, but and it's not.
1: Yeah. And it's I mean, Catch Me If You Can is also not all like you know peaches and like no. you know sunshine. Like it's quite a sad yeah. story actually about yeah. him running away from. Home Mm. because his parents were going through a divorce at the time, and you know, his father died tripping Mm. on the stairs. And actually, in real life, the character never saw his father again. Um, but in the show, they obviously rejigged that to make it more entertaining. Um, but um, it's not always like you know, necessarily like you know, a walk in the park, if you will. It's um, you always brand there's always like you know, darker themes and Mm. darker messages that are involved in those things, so it always like. But I guess in that way it's also confronting. You also yeah. confront things about yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things I've kind of been learning even just in like ensemble roles or just getting to get into yeah. songs is that, well, it's one of my favourite things about music in general is being able to work through things in yourself through the mm. music that you're putting into your brain and soul. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, even, even film composers talk about this where like film mm. composers say like, hey, like I – you almost have to be a psychologist for the director like you are almost yeah. like trying to like go mm, what what's the director thinking in his head like how can i yeah. get what he wants you know mm. so i definitely understand what you mean there yeah yeah
0: so on a on the lighter side of things what on is on the your lighter fr- side it yeah. yes, a bit of light <laughs> yeah. right now um what has been your favorite thing about being a part of the musical theater world
1: um well for me actually um i mean One of the answers I'm sure a lot of people give is, like, the people Mm. um, and working with the people. But I I would go a little bit further than that and actually say, like, for me it's actually getting the chance to work with um, so many different creative voices Mm. um, and actually learning new things from them each time. Um, So, like, for instance, like, Laurie and Amanda Mm. um, with Catch Me were very much, um, you know, worked on characterization and really, like, you know, helped me with things like looking up. And mm. um, like posture, yeah. um, and it was like you know those some of those basic fundamentals really. Mm. Like, let's really work on this, mm. um, I like. And then on dogfight it was a little different. Like, I had David Sidwell, who's um absolutely incredible, such a ball of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll never. <laughs> it's funny. I, in one of the first rehearsals for dogfight, I'll never forget this. Um, he had a comment um about. Um, me doing one of the scenes And I was like mm. sort of like Moving my arms like side to side And <laughs> yeah. he, he jokingly referred to it As penguin acting <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah we've heard that comment before Haven't we that joke <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <Yeah>. um,
1: <laughs> And uh, no And uh, like it was so funny And I'm like mm, I won't do that again Yeah so, um, And like and then with um, So he was definitely more like He was one of those directors Who a bit like John Drummond Who mm. knows what he wants um, yeah. And will like you know Make sure that you know. Again, it's a bit of a balance of characterization mm-hmm. and um, knowing what he wants with David, yeah. and then with uh, working with Mel um, Martin on mm, Heather's. Mel um, Martin was a bit more laid back, I think. Yeah. So she definitely had the sense of you know letting people know where they had to be and where they had to go, but. Mm in terms of, like, the characterization work, like, you had to um, really, like, focus and kind of make it your own.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So it's really been interesting, like, learning, like, you know, different styles mm. of how people do things yeah, and kind of, of adapting to that, um, learning how to work with different people. Mm-hmm. One of the things I always pride myself on is, like, you know, I feel like I'm pretty good at adapting to working yeah. with, you know, different types of people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, the show, I mean, I might be a, big might be a part of it but it's not my show if you know what i mean like i'm there to help these people out with the story that they're telling and also bring my own stuff to it if i can
2: yeah
1: um but you know to be a bit more basic here everyone's just so lovely in the (laughs) theater world yeah um you know there's i i can't even name anybody everybody off the top of my head sorry (laughs) um but you know it's you know part of the reason why like um you know, I consider them my family, really. Mm, mm. Um, and that's part of the reason why I, you know, love being known as the guy that gives everyone a hug because yeah. I just want to, you know, again, make people feel welcome and, yeah. you know, appreciated for the mm. work that they do.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and e- even if, you know, people might not necessarily feel like they're doing a
2: yeah. great
1: job or yeah. people might be having like a down day, I will still like tell them mm. how great they did because mm-hmm. they really are. Yeah. And it's just like, sure, you might have a down day, but yeah. it doesn't mean you're. A, Bad. Terrible no, or bad actor. Exactly. Absolutely not. Yeah, you um, might
0: not have done well today, but it doesn't mean this describes you as a person overall and your abilities. Yeah.
1: And I mean it's it's also been a, a it's also been about learning like the process of yeah. how like shows um get made. So some processes are different to others. Mm-hmm. Um and like, you know, back to the eighties is certainly like a different process than mm. um I've, you know, done with the other shows before. Um, But I'm just trusting in the process, essentially. It's one of the things, because Mel Martin's the production manager for that one. She really, you know, said trust in the process.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And, you know, I really do. Like, I just go, like, look, this is, you know, this is your Mm -hmm. show. I'm Mm -hmm. here to help you. um, And I'll bring my own stuff to it if I can or where necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of the things I I never like to be is, like, you know, I think, um, is sometimes like, you know, you can have that ability to maybe want to add little things or make mm-hmm. comments to like a director and like suggest different yeah. ideas and that's fine and like yeah. that can happen as yeah. well. Um, but like, you know, sort of like knowing where mm-hmm. you can do that um and maybe where you to. might <laughs> want to take a bit of a backseat <laughs> yeah. and just like, you know, help the creative no. team out.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think that's the thing is when you're on one side of the stage as in like being a performer you don't really Mm. really understand all the time what's actually going on on the other side yeah you don't hear all the conversations you don't really know what's going through their brains and we have to trust that like they've been picked to do the job for a reason and if we've signed up to be there as a part of it Mm. either we like get on board or if we're not on Mm. board with it then maybe it's not right for us to be there but i think yeah, it's been really interesting, like, me learning that as someone mm. who's super green in the area of mm. musical theatre. Yeah. being I'm now getting to be part of, like, the backside of things.
1: Are you doing more backstage I'm, and I'm, crew stuff? Yeah, so yeah. I'm
0: part of doing Mamma Mia at the moment. Oh, with, brilliant. I get to put play on the music. So I am technically the band. <laughs> very proud of that i get to be all the instruments oh, at be. one time <laughs> yeah so it's been cool working um yeah <laughs> yeah so working alongside John O'Hawthorne um as oh, the musical director what a lad what, what a legend <laughs> um and john drummond is obviously directing that so like i get to be a part of the people who are sitting on like the other side yeah, yeah. not as a voice as, as such but actually getting to sit there and be like cool yeah. I I get to understand a little bit more about the processes yeah. and get to learn from them on a different level because I'm not a part of the cast. Mm. So I also get to see, like, everything about the cast mm. and what's going on. I get to see little bits before other parts of the cast mm. get to see them, so that's fun. Jono's yeah. one of those
1: um, people I've watched you know, grow ever since I saw him mm. in Beauty and the Beast and mm. did that show with him. Like, he's just really come into his own.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I'm really proud that he's actually doing Mamma Mia. Like, yeah. um, he, he's kind of a bit like um, – I jokingly said he was like Nick Bray 2.0. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> he is a little bit, yeah. Yeah, he, he just has that sort of like, you know, really like, you know, good style of like being really easy with people mm-hmm. and just like being able to do it quite efficiently too. Yes. Um, no, nah, I just love Jono. Yeah. Just full great. stop. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so what are some shows that you like would love to be a part of? So dream mm. roles.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was um, interesting. I, I and just bearing in mind some of these shows, I probably still haven't, like, you know, seen the whole thing mm. or listened to the whole soundtracks yeah, yeah. for. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I would definitely love to play Christian and Moulin Rouge. Yes. Um, I've um, always.
0: Figured that would be up there. <laughs>
1: I, I, I definitely, you know, I mean, I just, I, I've just loved the movie ever mm-hmm. since I saw it. Um, mm. I think Ewan McGregor is. You know, uh, probably, like, the only, you know, man in the world I'd probably go gay for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, he's just, he just has this, like, you know, very sensitive, like, and Mm. raw side to him in his performance. Um, uh, And that's probably part of the reason why I kind of, like, fell in love with that movie. It's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, it was very, like, you know. Visually creative and, It was um, yeah. And very inventive And mm. how it was edited And put together mm. So I mean That would be a dream role Because it's You know It's all about You know Love And that's a big mm-hmm. part of who I am Yeah um, I'd also Would would not mind taking a crack at um, Evan and Derivan Hansen. Yeah. Um, if only for the fact that, like, um, I've been learning waving through a window. Yeah, yeah, And I really enjoy singing that song. Yeah, um,
0: me too. <laughs> Even though I couldn't beat Evan, I enjoy singing that song. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's just um, one of those ones, like, um, Benj Pasek and Justin mm-hmm. Paul really do write really, um, you know, Quite upbeat songs, like, or even if like they're not even if the messaging's Mm. not necessarily upbeat, they have a underline of hope in their songs, which I think is quite nice. Um, I think you know, I think musical theatre and you know, musicals could probably do with a bit more of that. Um, that's why I've been a fan of some of their music and even things like The Greatest Showman,
0: yeah, of course. Um,
1: which I think everyone is, um, and um, some of their songs that they helped write the lyrics for in La La Land, um, just you know. Really great stuff from those guys. Um the other one I also thought is I actually would not mind taking a crack at Marius in Lamers. Oh yeah. Um
2: yeah, or
1: that. um his friend um On-Jur- oh my god, I can never pronounce his name. On-Jur-Ross. Um ross
0: I can't remember how to pronounce it. I
1: cannot remember how to pronounce it either, but um the one Aaron Eight plays in the movie. <laughs> yep, yeah. Um, speaking of Aaron God, what a man. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so those would be some of my Personal dream roles, yeah. um, but I, I think you know Christian's definitely like top of the line. Like mm-hmm. if I got to do that, um, actually even Aaron Tveit's now doing that one yeah. in the Broadway show. Yeah. So he just keeps showing up everywhere.
0: <laughs> he? I guess that's what they do, isn't it?
1: I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. I have some friends who are, who actually got to meet him, you know, yeah. in Broadway in New York. Oh, I'm wow. like, oh my god, I'm so jealous of you right yeah. now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's like mm, I'd like to go. Be able to go and see some of the shows on Broadway and the West End one day. One day. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't it just be amazing? It would be
0: great. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of like songs and things that you'd really like to mm. be part of, sing, I did give you this question in advance to hopefully get a, get a good answer <laughs> yes. out of you, but I have Pretty much – I think I've asked nearly everyone on the show Mm. so far, and it's my thing so far, is that if you had to sing a song at Broadway's Miss Cast Gala, which is where they sing songs that Mm. you normally wouldn't be cast for, what would you sing and why?
1: I I prepared for this, Mm -hmm. and I – A song that I really loved from Heathers, Mm -hmm. um, which um, our um, actress Emily Costello Mm -hmm. just sung so beautifully, um, is I Say No. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I I can't belt to those heights necessarily, (laughs) but um, I I think the messaging of the song is just, you know, because I've been in toxic relationships Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. um, toxic friendships too. Yeah. um, And I have... You know, experience moments in my life where I haven't, I haven't felt like I can say Mm. no to things, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it might be a simple message in the song, Mm. um, but it's really a profound one. And um, some of those, um, you know, you know, notes in the song, and some of those like you know, melodies and Mm. um, lines are just they just really like you know, pack such a punch, really for me, and. Um, if I, I just it was it's one of those songs that kind of reminded me that I wish I had had the ability to say mm. no to some things before. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I still am working on that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, just working on. <laughs> we all <you> know, are. <laughs> Sometimes, like you know, just having the ability to say no,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you know, walk away from things that you don't want to be a part mm-hmm. of or that mm-hmm. you want no part in, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that, a, that a, that's a really like, and again, just um, beautiful, simple song. Yeah. Um. But also powerful and poignant. Yeah. Actually, awesome. Um, another one I would have loved to have sung just for the purely for the fact that it's just fun mm. is "Doctor's Orders" from Catch If You Can. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to dress up as a naughty nurse and you know, sing <laughs> to this really good-looking guy who's pretending to be a doctor? I mean, you know what. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Patrick are you really showing your wild side today. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> he is happily taken with his girlfriend, but uh if she's listening to this.
1: <laughs> oh, she'll be listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, still awesome song choices. Yeah. I did say bonus if you want to sing a part of the songs for us, but you also don't have to because I know it's always really hard. Oh my to, like, goodness. Without
1: the um, right key. Oh my god, what's the what's the bit in the song? Um 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 You are a drug. You are a poison pill. I've got to kick this habit now or else I never will. I love the rush when you would hold me close but you will not be satisfied until I overdose this is it, hit the break, call it all my mistake let me be let me go you need help I can't provide I am not qualified this troubled teen is getting clean I Say no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well done. It's not easy to sing without any music going on.
1: I know. (laughs) You did really well. (laughs) Oh my god. I was just trying to remember what the lyrics were, so I didn't. (laughs) You did good. Oh my god.
0: well, well done. I'm thank not going to put you through your paces any more than that. So um, you, can
1: breathe. <laughs> you really put me on the spot I yet. did a
0: little. Well, hey, I did kind of let you prepare. No, no.
1: You <laughs> <don't>.
0: <laughs> not all my other guests have been so lucky, so I didn't end up getting them to sing. Yeah. If I forgot to share
1: the questions and stuff yeah. with
0: them beforehand. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me today. Absolutely not Rake. a
1: problem. Anytime. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll get you back in a, in about five years. No, I don't know. But, you know wow. No, no, who knows if this will still be going. By by that point, I'll
1: be in the musical Ooh. the last five years. I'll yeah. we'll have to catch <laughs> exactly. up on everything.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, I'll have you back some other time soon yes. when, you know, the years passed and we're doing new things. Mm. So thank you again very much for Not a problem. The show. Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Awesome. <laughs> yes. right. Signing off.